0: Yo, 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 yo! What goes on, everybody? How you doing, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back. What is happening on this beautiful and hot, hot, hot Monday afternoon?
1: Oh, man, it is, it is blazing right now. It's damn near 100 degrees, and I can barely breathe.
0: Oh, yes. I am very much enjoying my little puddle of uh, underboob sweat. It's uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. The fans, the
1: listeners not is not need to Look, I feel like. Now we got to ch- put, now we got to play explicit on this, man.
0: Them knowing about my struggles makes me closer to them. That's all I want to say. But hey, we're not talking, we're not here to talk about my underboob sweat. We're here to talk about sports. <laughs> <laughs> How's that for an opening? <laughs> all right.
1: So, yeah, we got a lot of news for us today. Please, D, tell us. What is going to be the first thing we ought to be talking about?
0: Okay. um, Yeah. First thing we want to talk about, starting off in the world of the NFL, uh, it has been the biggest news coming out of the NFL, even more than all this COVID no, uh, nonsense. Jamal Adams getting traded to the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, for two first rounders and an exchange safety. Oh, my gosh. Can you believe it? Listen. <sighs> all right. Jamal Adams.
1: Alright, I'm i just hurt that he was such an icon, such a pinnacle to this franchise, man. And I'm really tired of the Jets just not not doing right by their first round picks, man. It's, like, I get it, you know, a couple of them, they, they didn't really hit on, but Jamal Adams, man, this dude was next level. I don't care what anybody says. He is by far... The best safety in the league. At least that strong safety. You can make a case for Derwin James, but mm-hmm. those two are up there. They're the best, the best strong safeties in the league. Yep. Uh, I like Bradley McDougal. I think he's a great player. Uh, and I think, I mean, we got Greg Williams as a defensive mind. I think he'll be able to put Bradley McDougal Bradley in some great spots. He ain't no Jamal Adams, though. He ain't no Jamal Adams. Well, no Jamal Adams. Uh, I will say, though, Bradley is a... Probably better at coverage, so you know, that's maybe one thing where it maybe could help out a bit. But Jamal Adams, man, the way this dude hits hard, the way this dude is just killing people in the box with the run support, man, he's he's insane of a player. Uh, I don't, I just don't know how this how this team's gonna fare, man. They just if they just don't don't pay their star athletes, man.
0: <laughs> it's like you keep all this cap space and for what? for what for what <laughs> i mean i don't think you could talk about this jamal adams story without talking about the uh the scathing um uh comments that he had for not only adam Gates but joe douglas i mean jamal adams let it all out uh saying that adam Gates isn't really there he's not pres- present with the team when, when the team isn't doing well, he he, he, uh, he has some other assistant coach come and talk to them. And then Joe Douglas saying that, hey, you're our guy. We're going to pay you. And then when it comes time to pay them, they just keep on blowing it off, blowing it off, blowing it off and playing the long game. And it's like, why, why would you do that? This is this guy is obviously the best player on your team and this is a team with Le'Veon Bell and Ter- like the likes of Le'Veon Bell, Terrell Pryor, Sam Darnold like this team has a little bit of talent but Jamal Adden is by far the best player on this team and, and you're not even gonna sit there and like like at least at least bring up bring some uh, uh a number to the table to say, you're not even going to start the negotiations? You're just going to keep on pussyfooting around the issue? So it's like, this is so upsetting, but this is... Inc- and we've been hard on Jamal Adams before because we thought that this is just, hey, he wants Buku amounts of money, and the Jets don't really have all that money to pay him right then and now. But he even said, hey, if you're going to, you know, ask me to take a little bit of a pay cut so that we could get some other guys in, for sure, because all Jamal Adams wanted was to see the success of the New York Jets. And now I feel like... I feel like I feel like the Jets don't want success for themselves.
1: Yeah, uh see there's, there's some things I, I feel is wrong with that. Uh as as far as we could go, I'm not gonna say objectively Jamal Adams is in the wrong because some things man they just they're just not adding up. Mm-hmm. We have, one, we've only heard Jamal side, Adam side of the story. Mm-hmm. We haven't heard what Joe Douglas said. We haven't heard what Adam Gay said. Mm-hmm. We I don't heard want to hear anything, anything from...
0: Adam Gay says. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> we haven't. Heard, <laughs> we've heard one side of the story. But, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, it's kind of it's kind of weird because you know you'd expect you'd expect his teammates to kind of be understanding of that, but a good amount of them are pretty mad. I mean, Le'Veon Bell he. He went at this dude on Twitter yeah. and told, straight up said, like, dude, how could you leave me? Like, you you told me to come here, and now you're just going to leave? Uh, I feel like if Le'Veon Bell, if that was completely true with the situation that Jamal Adams was saying, I feel like Le'Veon Bell would understand that and would be support the brother and wouldn't be mad at him for leaving. So I feel like there's there's something in here that's just not adding up. And to be honest, the guy that did the interview with the story, he's, he's, he's said a lot of stuff to... Put negative a negative uh, outlook on the Jets' uh, higher ups, and I get, I get it. I, I know the Jets' higher ups are terrible. <laughs> 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 I, I, I've been with this team for too long to know that they're not good. But he's been stirring up the pot a lot, and you know he said things about Adam Gase, and he's losing the knock room and stuff. And then you have guys like C.J. Mosley coming out saying, uh, no, that's not true. He uh, had Alex Lewis coming out the guard saying, no, that's not true. Uh, these players are. Whether or not they're just trying to defend their coach and lying or whether they actually feel that is the case. I don't know. There's something that's not adding up here. And Jamal Adams, uh, I definitely agree. The Jets messed up and should have paid him. Uh, But dude wanted money. He kept saying he wanted money. Mm -hmm. And now he's going to play for the Seahawks under the rookie contract. They're not even going to go into contract talks.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Look, I don't know, I, man. Look, I don't know. I, I get it. I get it, but I'm going to have to respectfully disagree. I believe that, like, especially coming from Le'Veon Bell's perspective, remember with the whole situation with the Steelers and him wanting to get out of Pittsburgh, having to uh, not play for it an entire year, and then coming to the Jets. I mean, Adam Gaze didn't know what in the world to do with this incredibly good uh, running back. And... I feel like uh, from Le'Veon Bell's perspective, you have a guy like uh, Jamal Adams that's like, bro, 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 chill, don't worry. Don't listen to what everybody's saying. It's not a sinking ship we are gonna be like we're gonna get better we're getting players we're gonna get paid blah 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 yada 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 and then all of a sudden he abandoned ship i mean as on bell i could see why that would upset him a lot i would i could see why it upset him greatly and adam Gase has shown signs of not being a player's coach and and i won't go into like anything more than that because look I'm not there I'm not in the locker room I can't attest but what we do know is that he is not a player's coach he was brought into New York because he's supposed to be this offensive mastermind well here's my problem that's the thing though you said
1: he's not a player's coach but the players have said that they that all that stuff is not true except for Jamal Adams but but there's
0: also this thing called PR Uh, okay like alright but then
1: in the same sense the negative PR could also not be true I mean it's like, we don't know again. We we don't know. We're not yeah, in the locker room. But there's also we can't say it for certain. But I, I mean, know. I'm not. I'm not to say Adam Grace is a great coach because obviously, no. like
0: I, mm, I want I that never, man fired. <laughs> seven and nine says it all. Should have brought in Eric Bieniemy, man. But it's also like it's also like look, the Jets have not paid uh, uh, like the Jets have not paid their first round picks in the past five years. Like we can take everything. <laughs> Jamal, Jamal Adams has, a uh, has said, take everything, throw it out the window. Like, don't you feel as though this, uh, like this scenario is just another example that's indicative of an organization that for whatever reason cannot get its, cannot get out of its own way?
1: Oh I mean, yeah, I definitely agree. This, this organization, like I said, at the top, man, there's, there's, there's things there. These guys are just screwing in the head. And you know, it's really upsetting. Like, I, I would to believe in Joe Douglas. He's done a lot of great things. And yeah, I just find it weird that he just... That's the thing, though. Is If you go from one team to another, you, you still have the same mindset. You're trying to build a winner. Like, it just doesn't make sense to me, like, why you have one of the best safeties in the league. And all of a sudden, you just don't want to, You wouldn't want to pay him. Like, I, I have to imagine, like, maybe not Joe Douglas, but maybe the owners are, were just getting into his head and telling him stuff, man. I mean this so, <laughs> we could go into this freaking scandal that's going on with Woody Johnson the freaking sexual assault like and yep. racism who
0: knows
1: something at the top is just not not right and it just needs to go I'm tired of
0: it yeah and, and this is most upsetting t- like look as a as a New York fan and as a Jets fan, this is incredibly upsetting to me. But it's more upsetting to know that Fireman Ed has to put up with this bullshit every year. <laughs> not, not Fireman Ed. <laughs> not. Fire, <laughs> I gotta break him up, man. It's like he, Fireman Ed doesn't deserve this. He comes into every darn game with that Fireman tap, like whipping the crowd and saying like, "Hey, you know we suck, but we're pretty all right." And 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 the Jets continue to shit the bed day in and day out. And. After a while, it's just like, man, get like you're gonna have to just turn this entire organization in and over its head, because what in the world are they doing?
1: I just want the Johnsons to sell the team, please. Honestly, honestly. sell the team, fire Adam Gates. I still think Joe Douglas has done a great job. Keep him, regardless of what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still I feel like there was just something there why Jamal Adams wasn't paid and that he was being told to not pay him. So I, I still think Joe Douglas is a great GM. Just get rid of Adam Gius. unless he proves this season that he's actually an offensive god and we're, sc- we're scoring, like, 30 points per game.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all, who knows. <laughs> all I know is that the Jets, he came in, and the Jets had the 32nd worst, like, the 32nd-ranked offense. Now I understand there's all that mono and everything. But, hell, even though Todd Bowles went 4-12, and we were not the 32nd rank worst offense but mm-hmm. that's not a here or there uh moving on derrick henry got paid oh henry oh yes they're king king, king henry. who
1: said they don't pay running backs well <laughs> they're definitely they're
0: definitely paying henry oh yes 50 million dollars i mean he getting paid? Uh, that, that's, that's a pretty, that's a pretty pretty contract, especially for a running back. However, it does come with uh, uh, does come with with a uh, uh, few uh, uh, terms and conditions, mm-hmm. mainly being that uh, he gets twenty five million guaranteed over two years, $13.5 mil a year. Which, hey, $13.5 mil a year for a running back, you're sitting pretty pretty. Am I right, or am I right? Um, however uh the next two years uh if none of it is guaranteed if they want to cut him they can cut him which means that for the first two years he gets to sit pretty he gets to keep on like he he gets his money no matter what but it also means that he can't slack off and now in his second year kind of feels like a proving year so that they don't uh, wind up cutting him and then just saving the extra twenty five million dollars. It is a very team friendly deal. What do you think is gonna? Do you think uh, uh, Henry is gonna see out all four years of this deal, or, or, or are they just going to, uh, you know, get him for two, maybe three years, and then move on to the next guy?
1: Yeah, I think. Uh, I think this actually works out really well for both teams. Uh, uh, Derrick Henry did kind of have a bit of a Cinderella season where he just. Just came out of nowhere and just was and just dominating <laughs> and mm-hmm. yeah so i think they want to see if he can continue that production over the next course of the next two years uh if he doesn't well then i mean they have their out they'd be like sorry henry you know you're gonna have to go to another team if he does then he continues to get paid so uh i think it works out well for both sides it's telling derrick henry uh produce or you know you're out of here
0: yeah i think it's a i think it's a very interesting uh contract and i think the uh tennessee titans have actually laid down the blueprint of how to of how like running back contracts are just going to be for the next couple of years And, and it's like hey you know what you 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 played your full four to five years on your rookie contract you did like an amazing job so here's the thing the next two years all you guaranteed that's what's up, but you also have to understand that running backs are kind of a dime a dozen. Like we can find like multiple running backs to to come in and and start uh, working. Um, you never know when a generational running back like a Saquon Barkley is going to come in, or maybe even an Ezekiel Elliott is going to pop in the draft, and teams are going to want to you know pull the trigger sooner rather than later. So I think it's a a, a great way to say like you know what, hey, we can have another rookie. On our team, just kind of sitting behind you and getting minimal amounts of snaps over the next couple of years while you get paid. But after everything is said and done, now we get to decide. Like, okay, have you been performing well enough for us to like warrant keeping you at the same 13.5 million dollar price, or can we move on to this next guy? Uh, So I think this is a a very smart deal. Henry himself said, like, hey, this is what it is. This is how I'm going to get paid. and he's still making his thirteen point five million dollars, so it's not like he's not getting rewarded for his efforts. I I, I kind of like it. I, I you know I like it a lot.
1: Yeah, I think it's a very great contract, uh, and I do I do agree. I think this is uh, kind of the way you should do a running back contracts. You know, because it's really hard to get continuous uh, ex- excellent production from a running back through four years. So, you know. I mean, Derrick, Derrick Henry himself—he's 26 years old, man. Like, yeah, going <laughs> to he's, he's gonna start hitting a bit of a regression age. So, yeah, I think it mm-hmm. works out.
0: Both, I think it works out well for both sides. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, n- moving on. Uh, so this this one upset me a little bit because after all the grandstanding, all the dick teasing, and all the hype, uh, the. Uh, washington football team previously known as the washington (laughs) redskins have decided to come out and unveil their new name as the washington football team they are going to be replacing the logos on helmets with the uh numbers of the players instead everything else about them is exactly the same uh and this is apparently going to be their name indefinitely until another new name comes out. Now, I know they have the sexual assault scandals and a um, uh, uh, terrible, terrible... I mean, it's just more PR nightmare for the uh, Washington football team, the same PR nightmare that we've seen for years and years and years. But did they shit the bed on coming up with a new name?
1: See, like I understand the season is going to start soon. It's really hard to get... Uh, Because uh, you could come out with a logo and then you could have fans that love it you got fans that hate it You can mm-hmm. and then you got to create all this merchandise it's It's hard to really do that in a, a month time, but uh, I Mean you should have had a backup plan bro People have been <laughs> telling you to change this name for years and years and years
2: mm-hmm.
1: Like that just shows the ignorance of the owner like, <laughs> Yeah because he's, I mean, he just said years years back, he said it. He's like, I'm not changing the name. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and look where well, we are now, bro. Well, well, well. well, well. <laughs> <laughs> got caught with your foot in your mouth. Like,
2: uh-huh.
1: and FedEx pulling out, like, we're not supporting this. And Pepsi pulling out saying, we're not supporting this. And my then you're like, fuck. <laughs> well, now I got to change my name. And oh, it's like, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> and watch the fans, man. Like, they deserve better, man. You're really gonna have them. You're really gonna have them go a whole year calling themselves the Washington Football Team.
0: Yeah. <laughs> what kind of
1: foolishness is that? <laughs> right. I, I don't get it. Like I really don't. I mean, I, I understand what it, and like uh, I mean they said it themselves. They wanted to get the fans. Uh, they want to get they want to get the right name. They want to go through the process. They want to hear the fans. They want to hear their uh, sponsors. They want to hear what the people want before they decide on a name that will stick. Mm -hmm. But you really couldn't just go with something, you know, as just something, like, smaller. Like, you could have just changed it really quick to the Washington Natives and be like, oh, this might not be permitted or something. Or just go with one of the popular suggestions. Um, I mean, I heard Warriors. I heard Mm -hmm. Red Wolves, Red Tails. Like, stick with one of those. You know, go through the season with that and Mm -hmm. then see, like, how people feel about it. You know, if they don't like you, change it next year, go to the Washington football team, man. Like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: I find this to be absolutely freaking hilarious because you realize that they're going with the Washington football team for all of their merchandise for the 2020 to 2021 season. That means yeah. anybody that buys merchandise this year, if they don't stick with the Washington football team, they literally got the brand, the 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 store brand merchandise
1: they <laughs> got the great value brand <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah look at my great valley watch these are not going to be collected items these are going to go straight to the trash because... <laughs> I mean, oh, like, this, it's just the most plain. And it's like you said, he had years and years to come up with a some sort of contingency plan. And not even just Dan Snyder himself. Someone, some crony some underling—a a mix all the all the time that they're, you know, uh, all the time that they're disrespecting their female officers and um, and, and 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 spouting out racial slurs. Somebody could have been like, hey. You know, if shit hits the fan. We really should come up with some kind of plan. <laughs> and nobody did it, and and it, and it just goes to show, like, you know, we've talked about uh, the Jets being a, um, a poorly run organization. The the Washington football team is an incredibly, just awfully run organization, man. I mean, it, mm-hmm. and it, it just strips all the, uh, it just strips all the character and and and. Identity of the fans too, by just going with this great value name. I don't. It, it's sad. It's just sad. Yeah, it's, it's, it, I actually like. It's really funny that you
1: mentioned like that. They're really gonna. Have, they're really selling merchandise. Like they have Washington Football Team mugs. They have Washington Football Team jerseys. Washington Football Team hats. Like, why? Why? absolutely like everyone knows the name is
0: temporary like who's gonna buy that why would they buy that what absolutely it's You're like a waste of money it's like you might as well you know what they should do they should just reprint like some of their vintage jerseys uh mm. and 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 just have exclusively those for the merchandise but instead they're really they they're i mean this this washington football team is gonna go into the hole and another thing too um do you know how confusing it is for people coming into the NFL? Yeah. They're like, Washington football team? Oh, I thought the uh, Seattle already had a team. No, 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 Washington, D.C. Oh. <laughs> no, that's dumb. <laughs> like, come on, man. You could have, the, the the you know, the Washington presidents, the Washington red tails, like you said earlier, the Washington natives. Those, I heard sentinels at one point. The Washington mm, black. There were uh, options. Yes. <laughs> I would have. I would have. Accepted Football team was not one of them. The Washington Apache helicopters. I would have. <laughs> <laughs> it's not racist if it's after a helicopter. Well, <laughs> I don't know, man. This this organization is is. You know what? I'm glad that New York teams are the o- are not the only organizations that are struggling because this is just absolutely. Just- yeah, that's just hilarious, man. <sighs> Send them to the streets. They belong to the streets. You know what else belongs to the streets? Whoever comes up with these NFL Top 100 lists. You want to talk about oh. that? Oh, my
1: gosh. <laughs> oh, I looked at that, and I said, what in the <laughs> gosh darn hell are they doing? Mm-hmm. One thing that stuck out to me uh, that just made absolutely no sense. Kyler Murray yep. was ranked Ninetieth, I believe, Mm -hmm. and was offensive rookie of the year. Mm -hmm. So why is Josh Jacobs ranked seventy second? Um, beats the seventy first, I
0: believe. Yeah,
1: Uh, that makes absolutely no sense. And let's not get over Josh Jacobs being above Fletcher Cox. Um, the fuck. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna, like, I don't get me wrong, I love Josh Jacobs He's a great, great running back oh, Probably yeah, yeah, the only yeah. one of the few good players on that Raiders team mm-hmm. uh, But better than Fletcher Cox But better than Fletcher Cox uh, An established <laughs> monster on a ridiculous Eagles defensive line mm-hmm. Yeah, no uh, mm-hmm. Please, not just to mention- stop Stop
0: Let's not let's not forget the other people uh, that Josh Jacobs is better than. He's better than Calais Campbell. He's better <laughs> than Keenan Allen. He's better <laughs> than Marshawn Lattimore. Better than Earl Thomas, <laughs> by the way. Like, oh no! I mean,
1: who? Who in the right mind is saying Earl Tom? Like these are these are established veterans that have been killing the game, like
0: Yeah. <laughs> does 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 history mean nothing to these people? <laughs> I mean, come on, man. I Look, I, I get it. I, you know, like, we're looking at purely stats. We're looking at, like, what they did recently. We're looking at, like, how their season has gone. But I, one of the things I feel like I hate the most about these NFL Top 100 lists is that they look at everything in just this very small, tiny vacuum. and, mm-hmm. and, and it really does feel like a bunch of dudes getting together smoking pot and looking at some film like, man, that Josh Jacobs, he's uh, he did pretty well. Like if Josh Jacobs is so great, how come the Raiders couldn't win more than seven games this season?
1: Uh,
0: <laughs> I mean, like you tell me. <laughs> I wish I could. I wish I could, you know? I mean, like, shoot, Kyler Murray being placed at 90 is just an absolute insult because we've seen what he was able to do without any kind of offensive line or running back for the first half of the season. All of a sudden, Kenyon Drake comes by, and the uh, uh, Arizona Cardinals go from practically no wins behind Josh Rosen to a 6-10 uh, team. That's looking to be something up. that looks to be – Maybe a threat coming into next season. And we know what Calamari could do, but he is so far below. And then Fle- oh, just disrespecting Fletcher Cox like that. And don't get me wrong, I hate the Eagles. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but Zach Ertz and Fletcher Cox both being under Josh Jacobs is an
1: absolute disgrace. Not to mention, Miles Garrett is 80th. Are Excuse you- me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> huh?
1: This dude is probably. Top top three pass rushers in the league mm-hmm. and you put him at number 80.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: What? No, come what's, on. What's up? NFL, that? please. Just don't really see his top 100s, man. They're just <laughs> every year they're ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, Marlon Humphrey, top three quarter, you have him at 86. Mm-hmm. Right. Ryan Remzik, probably the best right tackle in the freaking game. Allowed zero
0: sacks. <laughs> and he's 82. <laughs> I mean, Darius Slay, number 90, barely made it on. One of the top cornerbacks in the league, I barely made it on. I mean, finished, didn't he finish the season with like, three interceptions, four interceptions? Mm-hmm. I mean, barely made it onto the top 100 list. But that Josh Jacobs guy, and, and, and don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to crap on Josh Jacobs, but I'm just saying, mm-hmm. like, why is a guy like him so high up, but but you have guys like... Jason Kelsey, uh, Darius Slay, Fletcher Cox, Zach. Why are they rated so low? I mean, the, the list just feels so arbitrary. It, it Like, it doesn't make any sense.
1: Yeah, I understand. Like, it's it's based on the players that vote. Uh, so, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe Which we is don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> but... <laughs> Yeah, no, like I I'm pretty sure some guys don't take it serious. Uh, uh what's his face? Uh Jeff Schwartz <laughs> has said stated he just votes for Mitchell. <laughs> Mitchell Schwartz just cuz. I'm like these guys don't take it serious. <laughs> what's the point?
0: <laughs> exactly, exactly. Now if they wanna you know what I you know what I wanna see? I wanna see them work with the Madden uh adjudicators uh i want i want the madden adjudicators and the team of nfl adjudicators to make a top 100 list i want the players to make a top 100 list i want the fans to make a top 100 list and then i want pro football focus to make a top 100 list so that you have four 100s lists one based off purely stats one based off of what fa- like fan perspective uh perspective one based mm-hmm. off of player perspective and the final based off of video game and see which one like and just i just want to see how each and every player ranks up because i feel like you have a guy like darren waller who performed very well last season um uh and the season before that he's been a consistently great uh uh target for Derek carr and has been able to uh uh rack up yards and get into the red zone a couple of times too why he's uh, damn near off of the list um uh, uh, like, while he's damaged. Below, below Chris Carson. Below Chris Carson. I mean, come on. This dude man. fumbled
1: like how many times, bro? <laughs> come on.
0: Exactly, you know? So, like, I- I'm tired of this 100s list being just kind of like the only thing we have to see because it is so unbelievably frustrating. And it also makes me feel like nobody has any idea what in the world they're talking about. But don't worry. We'll see Patrick Mahomes as number one.
1: If Patrick Mahomes is a number one, I. Either it's got to be Patrick Holmes or Aaron Donald. If it's not one of those two, like I'm, I'm, this list is done. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not I'm not bothering. Like I, I can't do it. I'm just. <laughs> I'm just done. I'm just finished. <laughs> I'm done.
0: Yeah. I am finished. I I do not blame you. I I'll write a very angry you. letter. Oh yeah. Oh, a, a, a very angry worded letter with mm-hmm. many expler <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> You yeah, I'm, I'm filled my wrath. Yeah, but I. I I mean, but honestly, do you think they should just open it up to the fans? Now, just kind of like how they do uh, Pro Bowl voting?
1: See, I feel like fan votes are are
0: kind of biased as well. Yeah, like, <laughs> fans are dumb. Fans <laughs> but you know dumb. what? There's such a large like sample size, I feel like. Where instead of it just being like the, oh gosh, how many people are in the NFL? Uh, what's 32 times 50 math? 1,500 some all oh, players voting when you have millions and millions of fans uh, yeah but
1: their fans are biased <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know like for, oh man number one running back is going to be safe on Barkley. although it is
0: we're taking on Barkley, but uh, yeah you feel me uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh but all those cowboys fans putting ezekiel Elliott will piss me off but here's the yeah, thing exactly I, I mean i see it like this i mean like i believe that small market fans are going to have like a little bit of a disadvantage but if we're looking at it just from like A numbers perspective, like the theory, like uh, uh, when we're looking at you know the postulate of large numbers, where you're gonna have biased fans on one end of the spectrum and biased fans on the other end of the spectrum, kind of there to even each other out. I mean, when you look at who's gonna be the best quarterback, yeah, everybody in their grandma is going to say Tom Brady is the number one, but everybody in their grandfather is also going to say tom brady doesn't deserve to be number one so in that sense it kind of does like even each other out you know i feel like for every dick writer there's also a, a, a bona fide hater
1: true true mm. so. no it's funny you say uh madden uh you technically can't see madden's top 100 if you literally just go into the game and just <laughs> <look> by overall. <laughs> that's their top 100 right there i
0: guess you're right i guess you're right about that yeah You know what never mind madden you don't get a part of this because you're top (laughs) so stupid it's so stupid (laughs) hashtag viewers are my own yeah i mean yeah like look that's another topic for another that's another topic for another day um don't buy madden 21 hashtag fix franchise
1: yep yep don't buy madden 21 hashtag fix madden franchise all right
0: All right, uh, moving on. Um, yeah, do you want to uh, switch off into the MLB?
1: Ah, yes, baseball, finally, finally back. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yankees doing what they're doing, and, uh, well, they went back, they went three games against the Nationals, won two of them, so, you know, although one of them got rained out. But, mm-hmm. Hey, still won anyways. So, okay. <laughs> hey,
0: four to one, baby, by the time it was <laughs> rained out.
1: W's Go or W's?
0: Go home. Uh, Out of here. <laughs> can't say the, the same win.
1: for the Mets though. Um,
0: the 14 f- and one. I'm um, sorry.
1: To the Brave? Oh, I, I must have not have seen that game. That? No, they they got demolished. 14-1, bro.
0: Oh no. Wait, no, 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 no. Wait, the Mets, like the baseball the, team. Yeah. But the Mets. But, the baseball team. Wait, but how do you get fourteen runs in a game? Wait. (laughs) You tell me (laughs) Wait, did everybody show up?
1: Uh apparently not.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god.
1: Jesus, bro. By the third inning, these guys already had seven.
0: (laughs) Yeah. The Mets sat there and got shlacked. And isn't that just how it's always been? We could always count on the Yankees, but then the Mets.
1: I don't know what it is by teams with ETS at the end, but
0: <laughs> it's teams from Queens, man. That's it's, 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 I cry every time. I do. At least I, the Nets
1: are doing decent,
0: but <laughs>
1: that's where that's where it gets opposite. But yeah, nah, Mets.
0: Nah, but remember, the Nets were the worst team in the league before they moved to Brooklyn. That is true. Mm-hmm. That <laughs> Shut, is very
1: true. You know, and Mets were just the worst team in the league.
0: Uh, just, From their existence (laughs) (laughs) I mean they won uh, at least uh, you know and please don't check me on this because I am NOT a baseball historian uh, but I do believe that the Mets have at least one world championship under their belt from like 80 some odd years ago Um, and They've gotten kind of close, but it feels as though every time the Mets kind of get you excited for a playoff run, they get into the playoffs and absolutely wet their pants. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I don't know why they decide to uh, break our hearts, and especially as, like, two guys that grew up fairly close to Shea Stadium. Sandy Field. And, yeah, and the new uh, Sandy Field out there in, uh, in Queens. I mean, shoot, every time I'd go to school, that was the second-to-last stop. Uh, before i hopped off the train you know so um you know it's a beautiful stadium and it's in a primo location and it's right across the street from uh the the uh tennis like the big tennis stadium that's out there too mm-hmm. so it's like there's there's a lot of like sports action like just in that area and um they let us down every time
1: yeah uh I think it speaks volumes to how I feel about the Mets that I've lived so close by and I've never seen a damn Mets game.
0: <laughs> <laughs> never, one, not once, never. Nope. Yeah, you're right. I've seen Yankees. I'm seriously
1: disappointed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I've seen the Yankees uh, absolutely just uh, rock the Red Sox when they were still bad um, a couple of times too, uh, and uh, but I but that's the thing. I li- I live in Queens and the Mets live in Queens and the Yankees are all the way in the Bronx. I had to take two trains just to get all the way over to the Yankees. It was about an hour and a, hour 15 hour and 90 minute trip just to go watch a Yankees game. But I've still done that multiple times before <laughs> I'm going to see you. <laughs> it's, it's literally a half an hour away from me. <laughs> to... But I'm just like, mm, the Mets, yeah, I don't know about that. Although well, I was going to say they did look promising this year. But remember, this is going to be a shortened season. Only a uh, only 60 games instead of the normal 120. So uh, the yeah. Mets don't get the chance to really sit there and shit the bet. It's a game on game now. Uh, otherwise, mm, you know, we're another year of disappointment. Yankees, on the other hand, whew, they're looking good. Yankees always got it, man. Yeah, I love the Yankees. If you walk in with that pin straight, <laughs> I'm going to have to make you my chick. Um, but yeah, I think we're here for, uh, I mean, baseball season is going along
1: pretty well. Uh, except for uh little well, <laughs> If you live teams in Florida. We, yeah, except for if you live in Florida. Not going so well, but uh, that's we're going to get into that a little bit later. Mm-hmm.
0: Or right now. Oh, no, 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 we'll get into that later um uh, uh, uh any uh any other news coming out of the uh, mlb this season um yeah i mean the yankees get a couple of extra home games against the phillies which normally would be awesome but uh in the age of covid <laughs> there,
1: there's no fans
0: nobody but the crowd noises will be scathing so philly is definitely gonna have to watch out for that um uh Uh, outside of that though i think uh the the mlb you know the mlb just coming back i mean and and the first first couple of games getting viewership of uh of like four like it was some a crazy crazy number like um 24 or 40 million or 4 million or something something absolutely insane but basically uh 220 percent increase in viewership from last season when they had their season opener. I mean this just goes to show how starved people are for sports and yep. and uh baseball coming back. That's that's something incredible. Yeah, you no, know, it's is really insane. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: I'll be honest, I don't watch baseball that often, but <laughs> as soon as that first opening day came, I was like, Oh baby <laughs>
0: <laughs> I can't wait. Yep, yep. You know what I uh you know what I love about baseball, like And and something that I've noticed about the sport, too. Hmm. If you're doing it right, like if if everybody plays it perfectly, you get to do absolutely nothing. Like if you strike out, everybody just kind of stands in place and (laughs) gets to do nothing. If you score a home run, all you have to do is walk around the bases. Like in baseball's best moments, nothing happens and i think that's, <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> like that is true a truly amazing uh, uh facet of the sport <laughs> i think you could go a whole game without breaking a sweat <laughs> <laughs> it's like you you could break a sport in bowling at least you have to keep on rolling the ball baseball could literally just be you and eight buddies hanging about while this dude while three dudes swing out wildly <laughs> nine <laughs> times in a row. <laughs> Pitchers, literally carrying
1: them like <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're doing a good job man
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, we'll make sure to uh, get you an extra ice pack after all this is said and done baby <laughs> um, yeah. yeah switching gears over to some basketball news Uh isn't uh, started yes
1: the NBA oh it's almost officially back uh, three days from now we will be beginning the NBA tournaments. But these scrimmages, man, it's, it's been so exciting to watch. Just oh, seeing these players go back into it, man.
0: Yeah. Who have you been um, watching? Who have you been uh, paying attention to this? Uh,
1: well, I mean, of course, I've, I've been looking at my Miami Heat. You know, I've mm-hmm. trying to see how that team, how they've been going about. Uh, they've been doing pretty well, doing pretty well. Jimmy Buckets has been doing his Jimmy Buckets, Jimmy Butler has been in there. Tyler Harrell has been doing some nice things. Yep. But, uh, I mean, they're, they're wanting to run right now, but yeah, it's just You Yeah, we're not going <laughs> to <just, laughs> care too much about that. They're, they're going to come back with a force oh, yeah. coming into the actual tournament. Oh, but, yeah. I mean, they still got the Titans, uh, the Bucks, and the Raptors that they got to deal with. Uh, <laughs> Big yikes. <laughs> I believe in them, you know. They got some nice rotational pieces there.
0: No, I think uh, Pat Riley knows exactly what he's doing when he creates these teams, and I feel like uh, the Miami Miami Heat is actually my dark horse to uh, win the NBA uh, finals. I believe that they have enough talent, and I believe that they have good enough coaching to just kind of sneakily uh uh make their way through the east and end up in the finals and then from there it's all about just not choking, baby they will definitely be the big underdogs but if the stars align and things go for them well i don't see i don't have i don't have a very good reason for them to not be able to make it uh to the finals
1: yeah, I think just one thing about, I love about the Heat is, <laughs> you know, you just don't really have that guy that's always, I mean, generally it's always going to be, most of the time it'll be Jimmy Butler, but you'll have games where Kelly Olipnik is <laughs> top <laughs> in scoring, and then you have Goran Droczyk's top in scoring, like, uh-huh. and then you'll have freaking <laughs> Bam out of bile top in scoring, it's just, that's what I
0: love about the Heat, man, they just yeah. have a lot of guys that
1: just,
0: be, just step up whenever they feel like it. <laughs> <laughs> they share the pot. Now me, I'm a dirty Lakers fan but i've also been paying attention to the blazers and the rockets uh so i have very very uh uh, vetted interests in the uh western conference and i am low-key excited about all of these teams except for the blazers because the blazers keep on wetting the bed for no reason it sucks because this is a team that's good enough they are good enough to beat almost any team make it to the finals they have a very balanced style approach especially now with their big guys in the Whiteside white side and uh uh Yusuf nurkic uh and dame and dame and they're in the backcourt man these guys are ooh, they kill it however for whatever reason come third quarter or beginning of the fourth they they just like You can can have have it. it. (laughs) (laughs) That's
1: my my W. Yes, now let him have it. You can have it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly that, man, and exactly that. And and it sucks for us Blazers fans because, like, we've – Blazers fans have seen success, and we've seen no success all at the same time. We're like, yeah, we made the playoffs four years in a row, buddy. Have you won anything? Well, there's this team called the Golden State Warriors that – uh, oh, except for that one like, time, no. it was the New Orleans Pelicans. But they had
1: Anthony like, Davis. no, you can't just shit on my Blazers team. And it works. But like, ha-ha, threes go
0: <laughs> <laughs> But the Lakers have been looking pretty good. And I was definitely worried about Avery Bradley not being there. Uh, however, uh, ironically enough, Jr. Smith and Dwight Howard. J.R. Smith and Dwight Howard have been... Have been some bright spots on the team. Also, LeBron James lob pass to Anthony Davis should damn near be illegal because uh, (laughs) that's that's just free points. I don't understand why they don't just do that like fifty times a game.
1: (laughs) Uh, They gotta, yeah, they gotta be somewhat nice, you know. You can't just destroy teams. Uh, 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 Like that's what I hate about this Lakers team, man. They just (laughs) literally, bro, every guy could do everything. Like they can shoot threes. They they're good at mid range. They're good in the paint. Like
0: Right. But, <laughs> but it's just LeBron James Anthony Davis and the Buffalo Ring Changers Oh so, like come on now nah
1: like, no. I mean like, yeah, is, they got those guys but <laughs> they got <laughs> all right. don't Kyle be good Poose with those one. other guys they have as well freaking yeah. Dwight Howard and J.R. Smith like yeah kind I mean, of renaissance like, mm-hmm. like
0: I'm like, just the fact that J.R. Smith is back in L.A. with LeBron. I thought LeBron would have absolutely, would want absolutely nothing <laughs> no to part do with him. That. But you know what this tells me? J.R. Smith makes some mean Hennessy pancakes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, that dude is probably a
0: joy to be within the bubble right now. <laughs> I, I, I would definitely want to hang out with J.R. Smith. Um, but yeah, no, but Above all else, the duo that I'm most uh, excited and fearsome for are Russell Westbrook and James Harden and the Houston Rockets. Mm -hmm. Russell Westbrook looks back in full form. James Harden is looking like he can hit again. And I believe that the Houston Rockets are going to be a team that surprises both the L.A. Lakers and the L.A. Clippers. And if they do not shit the bed, and I'm telling you, if they do not shit the bed, They can be, they will be the team to represent the Western Conference in the finals. Um, However, what do the Rockets love doing? Choking. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, shoot, 29 missed threes is a statistical anomaly, especially for a team (laughs) that lived by the three. Yo, live by the three, die by the three, am I right? (laughs) (laughs) Shoot that. True that. You stare long enough at the three and it stares back at you. Um, but, hey, I'm glad that basketball's back. Uh, only small, you know, hinges here and there. I think we'll be able to get back on track with this uh, playoff season. Uh, and, you know, go Lakers, go Blazers, go Heat.
1: Uh, I, I can't wait for the Lakers. I, 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 I'm i so torn. I've never been a fan of the Lakers, man. They're, the way I, I feel it. about the, La- the Lakers is the same
0: way I feel about the um, uh, Steelers. I get it. <laughs> you respect them, but yeah. you can't bring yourself to like them. I, I can't I, bring myself to But
1: it's like, I, I'm, I'm a LeBron fan, man. Like, I, I, I love this dude, right? He's, he's been killing it. I mean, he got my heat a couple championships. Mm-hmm. You know, I wanted him to get the ring in the Cavs, and he did it. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's just like you go to the Lakers. It's like, oh man, like I, I got a for you, man. But <laughs> yeah, just, I'm torn. But I mean, they're a good team. They're pretty much the front runners for taking the West. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully, uh, they go up against my Heat, and my Heat <laughs> demolish them. I, I don't know about
0: demolish, but uh, <laughs> first of all, recipe is yeah, Kobe. That. But uh, you know, recipe is Kobe Bryant. Um, I mean, like I kind of like. I don't know. I grew up hating L.A., but for whatever reason, I couldn't bring myself to hate the Lakers. And I think that's why I like the Lakers so much. Like the the mm-hmm. fact that they were just able to garnish so much respect for me and the fact that, you know what, Lakers, I like as fans, we have been like spoiled uh, quite a bit. You know, I yeah. mean, so so I get it, and and when they're doing poorly, it was hard to watch. But I'll, but you also know that as a Lakers fan, it's never going to last too long. And LeBron James finishing out his career in L.A. It, it's like okay, this is good, and then we're gonna get some new generational talent that's gonna be pretty awesome, or Kyle Kuzma or Anthony Davis step up and make this team their own, and you know it's gonna be four more years of Lakers. So, <laughs> shout-out to Derek Fisher, too. He was also one of my favorite players growing up. <clears throat> oh. Yeah, it's funny that we thought we was getting the, uh, <laughs> everybody
1: thought, oh, we're getting the, the Jordan version of LeBron in this Lakers team. Like, oh, no, 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 no sir. No, no. Just, this dude is still playing like a damn monster. <laughs> yep. <laughs>
0: also, uh, Tom Thibodeau.
1: Oh, yes, yes. Uh, Knicks. What the hell? <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> don't get me wrong like i i'm excited for the hiring but you're really gonna get to do a five-year deal five come on years. <laughs> you haven't learned you haven't learned next no that uh we don't keep coaches for five years
0: it's <laughs> <laughs> just not you're just gonna fire them anyway just come on we know that the we know that new york is a coaching carousel uh so let's not pretend that it's anything but you could try to pretend that oh we're finally building for stability but look tom thibodeau although very successful the, the chicago bucks this is also when he had a healthy derrick rose and joe kim noah on the minnesota timberwolves uh, he hasn't really performed up to expectations and was only there for three years. So to secure him with the five-year contract, it really does feel like you're trying to pull the wool over Knicks fans' faces, which you've been trying to do for the past 30 years, and it hasn't yeah. freaking worked! Fire Dolan. <laughs> <David. laughs> oh, man, I felt the anger. Felt it. <laughs> it was it was visceral. It was, it was real.
1: Yeah, and it, it just... You're going you're gonna to sign this dude for five years where, it, like he hasn't even gotten done anything with the players like you know we have seen what he's gonna do with the system we don't know how he's gonna uh we don't know how he's gonna make the plays with these players man like give him a year let him
0: let him show what he got before you sign him long term man like (laughs) yeah you know like a two-year deal is like okay cool two years guaranteed no matter what happens like we'll evaluate him from there like we'll just give him his chance with the players and then we'll try to see if we can like keep the stability thing going but for five years you know he's not going to be here in 2025
1: (laughs) if he is by all means i will shave my head
0: yeah because it means that the Knicks will be wildly successful so i'm happy for it yeah sure i'll take that yeah, but... playoffs. Win, at least. <laughs> Is it a thing? Playoffs? Playoffs? Can it happen? Oh, no. Man. Nope. No. We should have never gotten rid of Jeremy Lin. Anyway, switching gears. <laughs> Unless you have anything else to say about Thibodeau.
1: I got nothing else to say. I mean, I'm happy for the signing, but... Uh, I'm happy, but yeah. you know what this is. You know We, we all know what this is. <laughs> <laughs> we know what the Knicks are right now. Again, until they
2: fire the owner <laughs> and sell the team.
0: Uh, we're
1: going to be in a cons- consistent cycle. Knicks fans, oh,
0: sound off in the comments. Uh, so, switching gears. Uh, we don't have a lot of NHL news for you because I haven't I've been slacking on the NHL, but... One thing that I do have is the new Seattle expansion team. They will be. They will have one of the, some of the first picks along with the Detroit Red Wings. It is going to be the Seattle Mother Freaking Krakens,
1: dude. Like that name mm-hmm. just sounds so awesome. Mm-hmm. Kraken. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I've seen some people say, "Oh, it reminds me of a." Uh, uh, um, like, somebody said it was like a fake, like, uh, Little League team or something with a name. I'm like, dude. Uncultured. You're uncultured, man. Kraken is beastly. Seattle. Yeah. And then we're at, what we're really going to get into is that logo. Oh, yes. That, that logo is amazing. Oh, yes. I, I don't understand why people are
0: hating on it. I'm like, that looks I, great. I absolutely love the Seattle. As soon as I saw the Seattle logo, I got it instantly. I was like, boom. Eye of the Kraken. The Kraken is deep depths underneath. For those of you lovecraftian fans out there, it's reminiscent of, of the uh, fear of Cthulhu. Uh, the Kraken strikes fear into the hearts of sailors and man. And that theme in the Seattle, like especially with like the mariner uh, kind of theme of Seattle, the the captain's crew, the salty Short, like, but it, like, Bravo, Bravo, the tentacle and the S. It looks sick, and when you see those uniforms, it's gonna look even freaking sicker, man. Seeing that, uh, and on the color scheme of the black and the light turquoise with the splash of red, mm. I, 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 I'm a, I'm a huge fan, huge yeah. fan of the Kraken's logo. I'm a. <laughs> Just because of that logo, I'm already I'm a fan of the Kraken. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not to mention, uh, once they uh, reach net profits, 100 uh, percent of the proceeds go to homeless youth in Seattle. So uh, I'm definitely gonna have to get myself a uh, Seattle Kraken's jersey. Uh, mm-hmm. Don't know who's gonna be on the team yet, but <laughs> I'll pick a guy. If there's if there's one black guy on the team, that's my guy. That's my guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: some people said the logo looks like two snakes uh 69 i'm like dude i'm sorry what is wrong with you <laughs> dirty mind what are you okay. dirty mind what are you seeing i uh, people are
0: stupid i, I, I yeah but if you want to if way. you
1: want to shit on the logo man shit on the watch <laughs> Leave the Seattle Kraken alone. That logo is awesome.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, you have a whole-ass football team that's going by the Great Valley brand name, and yet you have a <laughs> 1,001 thoughts on the Seattle Krakens. Like, get out of here, man. I don't understand. I don't understand. I I look. I'm a Seattle Krakens fan. I might actually start watching the NHL uh, more and more. I'm definitely going to try to catch some games uh, this season, especially with the whole bubble thing. But uh yep, August 1st. The oh, NHL yeah. is back. Uh, they're starting scrimmages themselves tomorrow too Yeah. oh yeah I'm definitely tuning in to ESPN for that one um, should be some great games uh, you know should be exciting and who knows maybe seeing all of that ice on my TV will uh, cool me down <laughs> cool mentally me down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah anything else you gotta say about the Seattle Krakens now I'm to say go Krakens go Krakens and-
1: and rangers and islanders you know because i'm always working for new york
0: go krakens go rangers go islanders and montreal i like you too i believe you also have one black guy in your team so (laughs) uh 2020 is here 2020 we're almost in august and then four more months before this dreadful dreadful year is over but i don't believe it'll be four more months until our Problems are over. And speaking of problems, there are a couple in the sports world. The uh, Florida uh, uh, Marlins, uh, the Miami Marlins, down in the MLB, they—I uh, looks like their whole team is just about to get wiped out by COVID-19. Um, mm-hmm. Not surprised, since Florida has been the new hotspot for COVID. But uh, things are looking pretty iffy for them. They're gonna have a bunch of games postponed.
1: Yeah, uh, and I heard there's been talks. Uh, people were saying that the league they were thinking of canceling. Uh, doesn't look like that's going to be the case. But I mean, just 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 the fact that uh, teams aren't taking the proper precautions. I mean, you gotta look. You look at the NBA. You know, putting everybody in a bubble. NHL putting everybody in a bubble, and like stuff like this. Like it's it's only been a couple days, man, <laughs> since baseball came back. And, yeah. You know, it's got me worried for it got me worried for L Sports, man. Football, you know, they've been pretty slow with their precautions. I mean, as we were, and just getting into the next topic of football, I mean, the Vikings. Uh, uh, had, there's a whole uh reserve and COVID list now that they've been adding in, and several Vikings uh players have been put on it as well as uh the Vikings uh I forgot he's he's like the infection head or something and I just Uh, find that absolutely hilarious that (laughs) the guy who's in charge of infections has caught COVID-19 uh it's ridiculous and even Vikings rookie draft first round rookie draft pick Justin Jefferson was put on the reserve COVID-19 list now it doesn't mean that they have COVID-19 but it means they could have possibly been exposed to it Mm. uh did, yeah, so it's did, ridiculous.
0: Did they not see the hashtags, hashtag we want to play, or did they just take it in the worst way possible? Because it's like the the players want to get back into the NFL, the fans want to get back into football, and yet, uh, 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 you know, the NFL has been very slow on their response to handling COVID-19. And what we've learned is that if you're fast with the response of how to handle COVID-19, you're actually going to, you know, handle COVID-19. Um, mm-hmm. the, the, the Miami Mariners, I'm not as hard on because they are dealing with having to be in the middle of a hot spot. Um, so I get that it is tricky, but I feel I would also feel as though the players have to hold themselves accountable accountable and make sure that they're not doing anything to put themselves or their teammates in harm's way and prevent them from playing the sport you know from playing the sport that they spent their entire lives training and preparing and playing. You know, Mm -hmm. like, you know, if you love the sport, you got to be safe and you got to be careful. Um, And then we also have, uh, uh, there's somebody in the NBA that, uh, oh my goodness, who was in the NBA uh, that that, that, might have contracted COVID and has to go on a 10-day quarantine? Lou Williams. Lou Williams. Thank you so much. Lou Mm -hmm. Williams. Come on, man. Come on, man. You came in here knowing the rules. But he's also oh, on the Clippers, the which were <laughs> the biggest threat to the Lakers. So I'm not going to say <laughs> that. not going to be too mad at you. But still, come I mean, on, it's only, man. At least it's – I mean, it's only a
1: 10-day quarantine, so I mean, he'll probably be back, you know, after a couple games. But mm-hmm. – Come on, man. You know the rules, and <laughs> so do I. <laughs> so you're just going to step... What, what does this man do again? He freaking decided to leave the bubble and freaking go out drinking
0: or some shit? Like no, nah, he went to uh, he went to Atlantic City. <laughs> of all the places to risk COVID for, Atlantic City.
1: Atlantic City,
0: bro. By golly. I, I would have respected it more if he club. went to Disney World. Yeah. <laughs> like, really, bro? Cause you, you can't, strip clubs don't work okay. If, uh, <laughs> when you got a social distance, strip clubs just don't work. I, I refuse to social distance myself from them titties. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you was getting into, son. What?
1: Yeah, like as well as as much as you want to like you know be hard on these leagues to uh, better help their players, the players also have to you know respect themselves. And understand that this is this is something serious. Uh, if you want to play, if you want to get things, you know, on the right track, just follow the rules, wear the mask, social distance, don't do anything stupid. We could get sports back. Luckily, Willow Williams is just one case, and most of the NBA players have been uh, pretty good with it. Hopefully, we won't see any more. Uh, in the coming, <laughs>
0: they're about to start in a couple of days, so. Fingers crossed, we'll see because now, if you have to quarantine, that's going to affect your playoff games. So, uh, hopefully, these uh, players get smarter about it. Um, That's all the time we have for this episode, for this part of the episode. Uh, Part two will be coming out within the next few days, and then obviously, we're going to have our week seven matchups uh coming after that uh if you haven't already checked out our week six matchups they are on both twitter and instagram od sports podcast or at od sports podcast um featuring mo and d we are also available on all platforms including apple music uh apple podcast i should say uh so apple podcast spotify anchor google podcast this and that and yeah, all of it there's different. even like platforms i ain't never heard of that we're on yeah podcast Addict, what the heck is that <laughs> beats me <laughs> so uh you know give us a like subscribe to the podcast uh comment on below uh whether it be endearing comments or hater comments you know and you take them all Yeah, we'll take them all. But you can only know what we're talking about if you listen to the podcast. So, uh, hey, uh, I don't got anything else to say. Do you got anything else to say? Well, I mean, (laughs) if you got to this point, then, well, you did listen to the podcast. So thank you. And uh, stay safe, as always. Yes. Stay safe. Take care of of yourselves and each other. And uh, we'll see you next time. Bye, guys. Later.